Welcome to a very special episode of Auto FC. I'm back. It's my week to do the pod. We're going to be talking financial fair play. We'll talk about cheating in football. And we'll talk about what we should do with the people that do us wrong. All that and our regular topics. Are we at the 50th episode? Not yet. 49. Ah, lies, lies. It's only taken us two and a half years. Almost there, but let's go! Why should we be cut? Half <laughs> Mr. Joke. If you can be anything in life, Chris, be kind. What's that for? Have you really not like seen the news for two weeks? Uh, not really. I've been away, haven't I? I've been travelling. Uh, we've got a lot, we've got a lot to catch you up on this. What's pod? be kind? It's uh, a long story. Oh, I want to hear it. It was one of the last Instagram posts from Caroline Flack. Oh, Jesus Christ, boys! For fuck's it's all sake! Over, it's all over everywhere. Jesus. Come on! Too soon! Too soon! Pour one out! Pour one out! Right! It's been a big week. Do you know what? It's been a big week. A uh, big couple of weeks in sports in terms of um, scandal. It has, but, hasn't it? Um, yeah, we've got the Saracen sort of. We talked about I think in a front three, back four at some point. But it's football's turn. Um, Man United, Man, Man United, Man City have been what caught out for their financial fair play. Um, what's it? Discipline, undisciplined sort of actions from 2014. So they've been barred from the Champions League for two seasons, which could be quite detriment, detrimental to them and their financial sort of gains over the next two years. But I, I guess for me, I want to sort of talk about two subjects when it comes to financial fair play and sports in general when it comes to finances. The first question is, do you like financial fair play? And if um, if a team is caught, the second question is, it, if a team's found to be cheating, what do you do with them? Like, do you end up taking away their their achievements, you know, if they've won titles and stuff like that and that sort of thing. But we'll, we'll go with the first question for now. Financial fair play, do you like it? I like the idea of it. I don't... I, can't sit. so I've always thought you can't treat football clubs like businesses like we're sad when we say goodbye to Woolworths or uh, Mothercare or HMB or like these high street shops that we see on the like the street they go and it's like ah oh, it's sad like I used to go to the pick a mix at, at Woolworths you know there's a bit of a nostalgia to it but ultimately it's not like ingrained in culture where football is so I've always been under the like impression that football clubs should be treated differently to businesses in general and they need to be run with the idea of long term sustainability as part of that culture so in Germany they have like players have fans have to own is it 51% of yeah. the club so that they can't be run like just any Wait, old business sweet. yeah because let's face it if we look at who owns the clubs Man United are owned by the Glazers. Will they actually be affected if Man United just fell apart, died down, and had to become? Well, they'll be affected, but it's yeah, not like they'll be poverty stricken. They'd they'd lose does. part of their business, so they wouldn't be earning that that yeah. revenue. They lose half a billion pounds. But, but yeah. from from I think you're talking about from kind of like 
a livelihood standpoint, would they suffer? Will they end up yeah. being on the streets, like well, coming to America? Funny enough, Man United is a publicly listed company, so it's probably the one example you can't use because it that, that couldn't happen exactly because it's got sharehold, multiple shareholders. It's on the stock market. Yeah, so, but you know, but it, but that's where it's almost wrong. That it is a publicly. Like, well, yeah, that that's take, everything take, that's take, wrong take, with Man United. Yeah, take the shake from Man, Man City. If, if Man City were to go under, I think what's his name, Shake Monsieur Monsieur, he would be okay. He would be fine, yeah. But, but what, you, what you said about um, it being part of the community, and like, look at Berry fans this year, right? But like, people worry when your teams get relegated or they're like, excited about getting promoted. Imagine your team just disappeared. Imagine Barnett just went under and that was it. There was no more Bar- There's no more Berry. Berry's yeah. gone, right? And the same thing happened to Wimbledon. Right? They managed to start up. Uh, and that's just because of pure incompetence of running the business. The thing with financial fair play is it's a massive positive because it does but financial exactly, fair play is supposed to stop that from happening. Yeah, it's exactly what it does. What it, it says on the team. From so it was originated well, from I read, like AC Milan and certain like uh, there was a lot of clubs in Italy where they had reckless owners. Money was like, Italy was about corruption. Italy wasn't about poor ma- business management. It wasn't about spending more than you can own and living on credit. It was about corruption so the likes of Juventus when they got relegated yeah down that was match fixing that was all match fixing used to be owned by the old president who and it was but, it was but even so all their all the stuff they got banned for was Leeds not United were another club like they just but what what is a bit odd is when someone like Sheikh Mansour comes in or Roman Abramovich who just says look I've got billions and I just want to spend some money like I'm, I'm essentially playing football manager, but in real life. Like, I feel like they should set up some rules to say, okay, you can spend this money, but if you offer a player a £1 million contract for four years, you have to put up £4 million to make sure that... Like, if you want to come in and just spend your money recklessly, the club should be okay if you just walked away tomorrow. But that is, that is, that is exactly what financial fair play is. Yeah. You can't spend beyond your means, which is yeah. why all these clubs have had to uh, get new football stadiums, why West Ham had to leave Upton Park. They I mean can't like, compete if they don't Man, have the game Man City seats. will not go bust next year unless the shake walks away. So if they, if financial fair play said, okay, you're allowed to do that as long as the shake puts aside a certain amount of money that if he walked away tomorrow, he has to leave that money. But, but the, that, the, the difference is, because financial fair play exists, one I'm a big fan of, because I think without it, it's ridiculous, but the, the fact that it does exist, if they, run, if they actually run it by the letter of the law, then um, it will work. The problem with Man City is if they get kicked out of the Champions League for two years and a few of their big players leave and they don't go and, w- go and win all the other cups, they could be in 60, 70, 80 million pounds worth of debt in two years' time, which will again be, will mean they'll we'll fail, they'll financial, fail financial fair play and they'll constantly fail it, constantly be kept out of Europe and it could cripple them. It could over a long time, but it should do because they've been spending out of their means. There's this thing, right? if you go onto the UEFA website, it shows you financial fair play came in, in just before 2012. Yeah. When financial fair play came in, European clubs were in 1.7 million, uh, billion pounds worth of debt and losses. Today, today, <laughs> for the first in 2017 was the first time ever all European clubs collectively were in profit. Are we in and 2017? To, no, in 2017 was the first time, and now this was this is from the end of 2019. Yeah, today, this is from the end of 2019, but all almost all European clubs collectively are now profit making. Now, admittedly, football's come on since then, and there's TV rights and everything else. There's more money, but financial when financial play, uh, fair play came in. It was at its all-time worst, and there was—I I can't find the stats. I saw it last week, but there was 
the amount of clubs that were going bust and the amount of clubs that were in debt was about six or seven times what it is today. So although there were still clubs like Berry going screwed, and there were still clubs like Man City getting punished, actually what financial fair play has done is it's come in and brought some regulation and ruling and has said to clubs, you can't live on debt, you can't spend beyond your means because they're a community club, so you have to be sustainable. See, but this is, this is my problem with financial fair play because I think that, that it's actually set in place for clubs that aren't big European sides. Because big European sides are still going to be around whether they're spending more than their means. I mean, that's what happened beforehand. And it's not like all the big but teams... But it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. How can you say that? Because the biggest teams in the world have been around for fucking years. Arsenal yeah, have been big for years. Liverpool have been big for years. Be. Real Madrid was big for years. Barcelona was big for years. Bayern Munich was big for years. But if you go years. back, if you go back to like the 90s and the 80s, before, before money got crazy in football, most clubs were shareholder owned. Most clubs are owned by the well, community. Say Leeds are still trying to get back to their former self. Yeah, there there are big clubs that have really suffered. I mean, the whole championship's littered with them, but um, there are there are a lot of big clubs. But, but we're talking, you're talking like nineties, eighties, seventies. Clubs were run properly. They weren't in massive debt. They couldn't be, but they also didn't pay ridiculous wages to people. They were sustainable businesses. What happened was in the when the Premier League came about towards the end of the nineties, early two thousands, money got so ridiculous, wages got so ridiculous. Everyone was chasing the big money because TV came in, BT and Sky and everything happened. That all of a sudden they just thought. It doesn't matter if I'm making a loss because I'll just I'll cover it next year and next year. They were just chasing wins because it was like the the prize was so high to win that it was worth well, the risk. That, we but speak that, about the, like regularly around clubs gambling and saying when a club come up like Burnley and they they go for it with the team they already have, they go down, then they they build on it and then they come up a year later and now they're a Premier League team. And we're like that's the way to do it. Then we look at teams like Fulham last year came up. Spent 120 million on bang average players, went straight back down. You're like, you've come up to the Premier League to get the golden coin, you finally got your money, and now Fulham have gone down probably with less money than they came yeah. up with. So, well, Sunderland's <laughs> terrible, like Sunderland, Ipswich, yeah. these clubs all went Port, down to Port, League One, Portsmouth. Portsmouth, all these clubs went down yeah. to League One and League Two because they were, they were so badly run, so it can. But Man, Man, Man City, Man City, one of Man City's um, sort of arguments against what's happening to them. Is and I think there's a point to it is that you're disincentivizing business owners because you're saying don't treat it like a business, but you're disincentivizing owners to make personal investments into their business to make it better. Like it's not the fact that they're overspending recklessly just because they want to just throw chuck money at. These are people that are trying to make their football team better, trying to make their business better. Yeah. If you you're, you sustainably. Yeah, no, but 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 who are you to tell me how to spend my money? Like if I want to chuck all this money at someone, at, at a player at, at the team. And I end up failing. Who are you to tell me? I have to live and die by the decisions that I make. For the the difference is with football. I know you said sorry. I know you said this is about like a community thing, and the only people that really, really lose out outside of the owners are the fans. But fans aren't putting that money forward to the team where they're making that personal investment outside exactly of just paying for their are. ticket. No, they're, they're buying their ticket to the game, but they're not fucking putting hundreds of thousands of their Arsenal own money. Arsenal fans are putting thousands of pounds a year for season tickets. They're spending the equivalent yeah. uh, percentage of their salary yeah. on season tickets. Yeah, but More that's, than, yeah, but that's than not, a millionaire yeah, but that's, that Arsenal. But that's not, that's not the same kind of investment that a business owner is going to do. Because no, it's worse because they it's, don't it's have much choice. Worse. It's reckless. It's much, it, yeah, but they're not... No, 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 no they're going to watch a game. About, no. We talk about it. You don't have choice about your team. No, you do. Fuck... No, look, look. You, you don't, don't have choice... But, oh, come on. Look, let's not be... Let's. If we're going to talk about you don't have a choice of which team you're going to pick, of no, course you, you do. Of course you do. you have the choice about how much you invest in your team, but you don't really have choice on your team. 
You're, you're born you into fucking it. do. You weren't born no, into shit. The point, the point is, the impact of that team on the town now. is so big. So, Berry, what were they doing in Berry? So, just to keep all the pubs and all the local shops that were around Berry Stadium afloat, all the fans have set up things. So every two weeks, they all go round and they all go and have like big bar crawls and they all go and do shopping. Like they're just trying to keep the local businesses in in business. When you lose something like that, that basically runs the community, that hires thousands of people, there's loads of people's jobs. Of course, there should be regulation. Of course, these people shouldn't be allowed well, to just go, think, and, go think... to a bank and borrow money to then try and earn more by um, setting up a, a football club that may or may not succeed. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't, oh well, I, I don't care. It's like, so I'm not going to lose any personal money. I'm out. Off goes millionaire to go and do some other investment because he's doing it through a limited company. It's not him. He doesn't care. And then what? You've got all these thousands of people, community, everything's destroyed. It's ruined. Well, and you, you think you ever thought about that when... when that's when exactly what financial yeah. fair play is. That's exactly what it is. And thought about Berry and, and the No, but the it, it's, desi- it's designed for... It's, it's about competitiveness. It's designed to stop the elite. It's designed to stop... Wait, so what PSG were trying to do, what Real Madrid, what Man City... Unfortunately, what they are managing to do. The problem with financial fair play is not the rules or what it is. It's how it's been governed to date. And the, the, finally, they're doing something about someone like Man City. Well, what's, Actually, how, PSG how should have been punished years ago. How has it Real Madrid should have been punished. What, 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 well, the things have been let, people have let it slide. They're, like There's been so many occasions where... Life is corrupt, you're telling me. There, there's been so it's many occasions where fa- financial fair play has been broken. PSG yeah. have done it at least three or four times. And they've got away with it because of some loophole. Their legal teams have got... Like, it's just Under too easy. Table. It's just too but, easy to get around it. But yeah. finally, they've, they've... And you know what? Let's be honest. Man City will probably get out of this. Well, there is something dodgy when you're like... Um, did anyone watch Man City v West Ham during the week? No. The stadium was empty. You would have thought the fans were doing a protest. It was like... Yeah, but so I, I was... Uh, I can't remember where I was that night. Oh, I was at the, um, I was at the game that night. The, the, uh, the Spurs, game. Spurs game. And so I was listening to the radio on my way back because so I was getting the um, cab back. And uh, they, were in, they were talking... They had a load of City fans dial in. Because uh, they were like, why was the stadium so empty? And they had a guy, I think he was like driving across the M62. He lived in like Yorkshire. And he was like... He was fuming. He's like, I just don't get it. He's like, I've travelled all the way from Yorkshire. And I know it's a rearranged game. And I know it was quite last minute. And it's a Wednesday night. And it was meant to be a Sunday. And he's like, I've got my two kids. And I've travelled. He's like, I'm outraged. How, why, where are half our fans? They're not here. And the truth, and loads of fans dialed in. Just went, look, it's stormy. It's wet. It's cold. It's Tuesday night. Or Wednesday night. It was meant to be a Sunday. I couldn't, I couldn't make it on the Wednesday. So part of it was a rearranged fact. Part of it is just, they haven't got particularly good fans, to be honest. No. Do you, do you, so do you think that financial fair play, if it if, if enacted right, is the best way in which you can manage finances when it comes to sports? There has you know, to be regulation. Well, no, be. no, I'm not saying that, but you know how like in North America, basketball, NFL, um, they have the salary cap system yeah. which they do, which is more like it, everyone kind of can only spend the same amount of money. In certain team. European countries, they have salary caps. See, do you, think, do you think that, that do you, you don't no, think that would like work in football? financial fair play, though, so it's like... The more no, because, you sp- because the money will go somewhere. If 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 your club like Man United make a billion, mm. that billion's going somewhere. Yeah. And I ha- I'm, I don't have the biggest qualms against that going to players because they are the ones who are generating. Of course. Generating it. Like I, ideally, I'd like to see. I, I I think the ticket system in football is broke. I'd like to see a better. Yeah. I think season tickets are a dated system. Like I'd like you to. You think see, it's a dated system? Yeah, right? because saying that because a lot, a lot of clubs like Arsenal have five, six years waiting list of season tickets. Yet, I know many an Arsenal fan who, who are no longer season ticket holders, but their names are technically season ticket holders. But they don't go. They're, it's too precious to give it up. So you would just well, sell I'm it a, to I'm a, a prime example of Yeah, that. you'd sell it to a friend 
and say like I'll try it because I, at one stage I'll, I'll, I'd like yeah. to become a season ticket holder again but once you're out you're out it's yeah, hard to get true. back in you've just reminded so, me on Wednesday at the Spurs game the Red Bull Leipzig Red Bull I've called them Red Bulls the RB Leipzig fans they had the uh, I can't you call they protested because oh, yeah. they're not called they're, that's not where they stand their nicknames you, you say Spurs if you say Spurs you can say Red Bull well no because Red Bull is Red Bull Salzburg no but Red Bull is their nickname Spurs is Tottenham's nickname so if you right. say Spurs, you it's can not. say Red Bull. But what were you saying? Anyway, did they show it on TV? I forgot yeah, to ask you. Because the, they did it, they, the, the fans held up a big banner which said, um, I'm trying to think what it says, something about, um, season, about ticket prices, like stand up, I think it was stand up for fair ticket prices. Mm. Because in Germany, they, they have a rule where there's a certain amount of tickets have to be allowed to be well, we have it in the a certain League. price. They tried to do 20s plenty, but they did 30s plenty, which is like the away tickets in the Premier League are capped at £30. Because they were saying it's it's ridiculous, but that don't apply to Europe. So right. that, okay, so I, I don't know what they had to pay, but prob- you know, Leipzig's not a particularly affluent like affluent town in Germany. Yeah. It's it's like a mm. old old school small town where they don't have a huge amount of money. It's very cheap to go and watch football there. For them to go to Spurs, it probably cost them fifty, sixty quid a ticket plus travel plus everything. It's just probably half like half their monthly salary probably to come to uh, that game. With, with financial fair play, does this not put an end to? Other teams come in and being more competitive. Like if a big owner, a big you know, a multi-billionaire went and bought, say, a Southampton, for instance, or Bournemouth, doesn't financial fair play put an end to that? Because, tell that, no, tell because, that to Chris Wilder and Sheffield United. No, what, no. What do you mean? Hold on. What do you mean? What, you're saying that's going to stop clubs potentially getting through and breaking through and, and doing well. But they're not going to be able to do that year in, year out. They're not going to be Champions League year in, year out. They're if not they, going to win the Premier League year in, year out. Leicester City, hold on, hold on. Leicester City won the league, but they won it for one season. Like, the big teams do it year in, year out. Yeah, but hold on. We just watched Leicester City potentially just about closely beat... Uh, they to, lost. They lost to City, right? But they could have won. And this is a team that are third in the league that 10 years ago were in the championship. They came up, they were fighting relegation, they were up and down, and then suddenly they won the league, they made Champions League, and is it a surprise? They've got a really strong team, a strong squad, a good stadium, and they're fighting for top four. They're going to be around now because they're sustainable because they've got so much money behind them now they can afford to pay decent players. They don't have to go and sell Madison. But where's, that money coming? Sell... where's that money coming TV. from? Because they can't buy it from their own. The TV right. So in part of it, it's where they finish in the league, you get millions. <laughs> TV rights, it's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean that. <laughs> Yeah. You guys started on with the Caroline flag. Yeah. But Be kind. Leicester Leicester are the example. Leicester are the exact example where if you run a club sustainably, you can. If you can break through and they did and they won the league and made Champions League and they didn't just make the Champions League, they got to the quarterfinals that year. So the payout they got was huge for them and they've they managed to do it hopefully again this year. Uh, and they'll start to become sustainable. Now, Sheffield United are not there, but if Sheffield United, by some miracle, got Champions League this year, what that would do for them as a club, in order, in, and if they, if they continue to run themselves properly, keep Chris Wilder doing what he's doing, and like recruit well, there's no reason why they can't yeah, establish themselves I, as a solid team. To me, Wolves, it almost, Wolves it, are doing the same thing. It almost does... Um, like, it makes it a bit like how teams come up from the Championship. And they, like... You, you get the occasional Fulham who... who they break the bank and go down, but but the method that has worked, if we look at the Premier League, is the the builder team models. Yeah, Bournemouth, Burnleys, they seem to work. So it's like it's trying to apply that across the board. It it's also the idea that a, a team can't come up. But you look at like a Man City and you watch them in the Champions League, and that, what I was saying, Man City are regularly empty seats in their mm. stadium, and you're like, this is the best. At, like, a year ago, they were the best team in Europe. 
you're like the best team in Europe can't even fill out their stadium and the that's best what happens when you buy, buy a, a club and, and try and make them the best team in the world where, where Ars- fan base. Yeah. Arsenal moved to the em- Emirates with the idea because it, it's interesting hearing um, Arsene Wenger talk about the Emirates moving from Highbury yeah. if that was today they would not need to leave Highbury because the money doesn't come from match day revenue okay but back in 2004, he was like, match day revenue was so important, they had to move to a bigger stadium to become a bigger team. Mm. And the idea that he spent five years essentially with a B-level team, just trying to sustain it. Like, he, were, he had to sell his captain four years in a row. Like, all that hard work he did to, to build a team up is just gone overnight if you, don't, if you could let reckless owners come in and say, oh, actually, I'm going to put in some money for a quick turnaround and be out of here tomorrow. Like, now we've got sh- the sh- Mansur Sheikh and um, Roman Abramovich who have unlimited money by the scene, like, looks of things. But reality is, most owners don't. Like, mm. you look at Mike Ashley. Like, he hasn't... He, as soon as his money ran out, it was like Newcastle somehow... Have he must have, he must have got... in the Premier League, but... He must have got a cut of that forty million for Joe Linton. I mean, what what was that about? As ridiculous. Yeah. So, um, moving on to Man City specifically, then, and I guess you can talk to PSG and a couple of other teams. Do you think Man City's punishment is is just? Unfortunately, I don't think it will hold out, but I think it is absolutely just. Yeah. yeah? If you you have like they have to have rules, and if they if you break the rules, then it shouldn't be fair. Yeah. The, the issue with Man City, I know they're kicking up a fuss and saying they've done nothing wrong, but the issue is not. Yes, they broke the rules, but they broke. They lied about it. And yeah. The reason they're in so much trouble is because they tried to hide it, and that, which is why yeah, you know they knew. They, you like. knew. You know that they know they've done yeah. wrong when they're, they're trying Boney. to hide it. That's what. I saw That's what put it over a minute. It's, it's, it's the fact that they signed Boney is what put them over the threshold <laughs> yeah, for financial fair play love quality. That. Do you think? Um, do you think? Sort of. Do you think that teams that do commit crimes when it comes to financial doping or any kind of illegal stuff, Saracens going through it or. Or the the Houston Astros, if you heard of them from the Major League Baseball, they've been they they're in big scandal for um they they started using technology and play calling stuff to know what pitches were from. Really? Yeah, really? oh, it's it's massive, it's huge in, in 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 baseball. But like retrospectively, do you think that you can take away titles and stuff like that, or do you just leave it as it is? I think you That's take really away tough. titles for like what happened in Italy if there's match fixing. Yeah. If if the cons- so it depends if, on the crime. Yeah, I think, I think so, if yeah. the contest itself was broken, mm. so because the fact is, it's not these players' fault. It's not the manager's fault. Like if Leicester turned out they had overspent the year they won the title, that's not Mares's fault. That's not Ranieri's fault. Like yeah. they, they have f- from their point of view, fair just done it. Yeah, what, they, you know, they're getting paid and they're yeah, doing their job. Completely yeah. agree with that. If, if it was match fixing, if it turned out like. A couple of teams said, "You know what? Leicester seem to be fading at the end of the yeah. year. We kind I'm of going to shoot a penalty right down the middle, so they let, don't win. We're going to get taken off and we'll score. Yeah, yeah. and then going to let them win. Like, or doping, or if it's doping to get an advantage. So if all the players were on, systemically on drugs, like the Russian team, and they're all or winning because they were, yeah, well, <laughs> uh, then then yeah, absolutely, you should get your titles rescinded because you won unfairly. But I, yeah. I completely agree, they won fairly. It's just that the business was run unfairly." And so the, the punishment to them, to the business, is so coming out of Europe is going to ruin them as a business. Yeah. Actually, that's going to be devastating, isn't it? Because they, what is it, they get 70 million a year, was it? Something, something like from, that, yeah. 77 like million a year, I think it is. Their overhead seems to be like 110 million. 
Yeah, it, it does look They end up being in a massive deficit. I can't remember. They're being the huge debt, but so that means they basically got to call all their players because they can't afford yeah. them. Sal- well, if they get out of Champions League, they can't leave. afford their salary. They'll they? leave anyway. The, the problem in City have this. So the reason it's yeah. Well, the, the funny thing with with uh, Man City is that they've got an aging team. If they didn't have the aging team, it'd be very different. Like you look at Did Chelsea, you say aging team, aging. Oh. Like you look at Chelsea when they had their transfer ban from the, their their misgivings. And that was financial fair play, was it? Uh, that was buying a sixteen-year-old. Yeah, it was different. It was to, it was to do with you, you can't uh, like essentially Geography. anyone under is it seventeen? Sixteen. Half your age plus seven. Yeah, <laughs> basically they have to come to your club either because they they've moved there and they want to. You can't you can't go out and buy them. You so. c- basically, you can't get like a thirteen-year-old and go, "Hey, I'm going to move you up to Manchester and I'm going to give your family some uh, a house," mm. so Jeff, which is Jeff's what which now. is what they were doing. Um, anyway, but the the difference was Chelsea. You looked at them and went, Do you know what? They, they could cope a year. They've got a good youth team. They can manage it. And they're doing all right. You look at City and go, they've got a pretty aging team. Someone like De Bruyne, who's what twenty nine this year, he's going to go. If I'm out of Europe for two years, am I really going to hang around here? Is Pep going to hang around? Is Sterling going to hang? Around? No, they're not. So their their problem is not money. Like their problem isn't that because they'll cope. They're fine. They're owned by billionaires. But the problem is they're going to lose some of their best players. They won't be able to buy them and replace them. And they'll be out of Europe, so they'll be less Well, attractive. it is money, though, because that money outside of the financial fair play restrictions doesn't really m- matter. It's based on sponsorship, revenue, Well, they don't get the gate outlet. receipts. <laughs> they haven't got the gate receipts because they haven't got as good a fan got base. Yeah, but then it, what is it? It's sponsorship, it's stadium, it's uh, yeah. TV revenue, it's all they of got that other stuff. It before. They got yeah. Well, they yes. Sponsorship. They didn't know that the Sheikh was, was, was uh, what the, the owner of the Arab Emirates uh, originally. I think the whole the whole issue, the whole thing they hid was that they said they'd made up the shortfall through the Etihad sponsorship, but the, they uh, didn't know the, that. But Sheikh Mansour owned it. Yeah, yeah, they right. didn't know that. Well, I think they did. They just it took them so long to prove it because yeah. one of Man City's strongest defenses of this case is that, like, according to their statement, is that like essentially a lot of stuff was leaked and. Uh, we all oh. got a notification. No, no, no. Who's died? <laughs> it's kick- kickoffs. Uh, I've just yeah. got some bets going on. Oh. Carry got, on. Um... <laughs> we're all just looking at our phone. Well, well, we, all got, we all got a buzz, and we're all, I'm all yeah. wondering what we all got. I just got a Real Madrid game started. So yeah, what, me too. <laughs> all right, so okay. What are you talking about? Um, yeah. So one of Man City's strongest defenses is not that they're innocent; is that the investigation was flawed. So they're going to go down the route of the result was... Yeah, yeah, yeah that's how you have to do it, yeah. Yeah, they're not, they're not saying they're, they're, they're right. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, they're claiming the investigation was yeah, flawed. Yeah, it's like, oh, you need to do but it. But you know what? They, why did it win. take so long? Uh, because they... Well, Man City probably have some of the best lawyers in the world. So by the time UEFA can do anything, they have to make sure they've got a watertight yeah. defence. And, and they obviously these lawyers have looked at it and said, yeah, that's pretty tight. Actually, there's some news that they leaked it early. We'll we'll fight it on that yeah. that cause. We'll we'll go down the route of actually your case is perfect, but you should never have had a case because of this example. There's there's two main issues for City outside of the money is they're right now they're still in building brand growth mode. They are still in mode of we want everyone in the world to know about us. Yeah. We need to be yeah. well. They need to be on the <laughs> biggest stage. They need to be. Getting past the quarterfinals of the Champions League, they have to be on the bigger stage. They and want the tourist fans, there. and this, this yeah, the Asian market. Uh, honestly, honestly, you get like um, I was at Spurs on Wednesday, and 
honestly, there's a huge international contingent there. I mean, I know Son is that big player, but there's a there was a half. I went in the the shop because I wanted to have a like, ridiculous size shop in there. I don't know if you ever went in it. No. And they've got signs in Korean. They've actually got Korean language signs in oh, the shop. Do you remember when Man United signed Park? And, yeah. And they claimed it was just to sell shirts. And actually, he turned out to be a decent player by the end of it. But the initial accusation was Park's only been signed to sell shirts. Then we signed Dom, and he was awful. <laughs> it was like, oh, maybe he was signed just to sell shirts. But the, suddenly point, the point is, City don't have like, that. But the same so thing outside, being outside of Europe for two yeah. years is huge for yeah. that reason, not... Just because the money, it's just for that comes with it. Yeah, yeah. Mm, there you go. Yeah, I don't know what the answer is. I, I do like. I mean, I do like a, a lot of American sports, and I do like the salary cap system. I actually think that would work well with a relegation kind of stuff. I think the problem with when it comes to um, American sports is there's just no relegation promotion, yeah. well, and the salary cap the system just means that if you run poorly, you're still going to get money because you're still going to get money given to you from the teams that run themselves correctly. Because when they earn over a certain threshold. It's, they just give that money to the shit teams, and they just keep. Yeah. The, the irony of all of it is that everyone for years has talked about the, the the gap between the Premier League and the rest of the league. The gap is shortened between the Premier League and the Championship. The gap is now the Championship down to League One and League Two. You've got teams like Fulham and like West Brom and Leeds and Nottingham Forest and these teams who have millions and millions of pounds and can actually go and sign really decent players in other leagues because they've got enough money now. Mm. And it's now League One and League Two and it's and the conference is those teams that are screwed now. They've got no money, absolutely nothing. So that divide is just shifting. And eventually, probably League One, it will start to filter down and then the League Two will down shift it. The more, the, the more it should even out. Yes, yeah. should so be. If they shifted it right down to pro versus semi-pro, and they're like, actually, once you turn pro, it's such a big jump. I, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like, I think it just keep shifting it down to the point where there aren't many professional teams. It, it just finally the last. It's just odd. I just. It's always weird when someone gets done for financially misbehaving, and the punishment is a financial. Hit. Punishment, yeah. yeah. I don't know what the better one is, but you're like, well, the we question is, they might get points. So, the Premier League have already said, depending on the outcome of the UEFA investigation, because they also will have broken Premier League rules. So, then you then they yeah, look at that and go, well, well do, they, do they get dot points? What happens? Well, it's not really, it's tough with the financial stuff because it's not really a fine. You're just not allowed in this competition. The thing is, being but it is, that competition, it's a fine of hundreds of millions. Yeah, but the, the, yeah. the, being in that competition allows you. Like super luxuries, it's like when teams get promoted and what have you. But that's why it's such well, a good punishment. Leicester fans singing "City Going Down" with a billion in the bank, yeah. which was a song United sung a few years ago when City were in the bottom half. Mm. And it's like, so clearly there is some knock-on effect that the Premier League will will take. So yeah, yeah, and you'd expect it. Um, my my gut feeling on all of it is they'll figure a way out. They will get a way out. The, the other thing is that they haven't got a huge window of opportunity right now. UEFA mm. because they have to basically so they're going to appeal it and they're going to be allowed to appeal it now if, if, if a decision well, if, if a decision <laughs> isn't made in the next come to Arsenal two months yeah, just like, probably oh, this is too much hassle well we're in February March next week if a decision isn't made by like April May time yeah. 
on that, then it they then they're going to have to defer it, and City will have to be allowed in next year because you cannot have a situation where we're in like May or June this year, yeah. and teams don't like Wolves or United or whoever don't know if they're in the Champions League or not. They don't know if they've got to come back in July for like qualifiers or not. You can't have that. So a decision has to be made really quickly. And my gut feeling is, I think they just their lawyers will long it out enough that they'll defer it a year, so City will still make it in the Champions League next year, yeah. and then they'll get their ban, and but by then Pep, won't get, Pep will go, everything. Barca and that have had where they managed to get one more window exactly. to sign everyone. Exactly, I, I think that's what will probably happen. Chelsea. Chances are they'll probably just say, look, you stay in the Champions League, we'll just give you like a £100 million fine, and they'll be like, yep, take it, boom. I don't know, if, well, I don't know. Anyway, I, who knows, but I think we'll, we'll know very soon, because they can't let it run on. Did you see that Barcelona player, innit? He, he got Braithwaite. Caught, yeah, Braithwaite. Ah, oh, it's, it's carnage out there in Spain. That's a really weird rule. Yeah, I don't like if it. You, if, you, if you've got a player that's injured... If you have a player that's injured for more than four months, yeah. you're allowed to have an emergency transfer, which yeah. you think, okay, but then the whole Barcelona went... Barcelona went to Leganes and went, we'll have your top goal scorer, please. Thanks very much. They, they, he's they, got a buyout clause of 30 million. Uh, we'll have him, thanks. And then Leganes like, well, we can't sign anyone. We're yeah. fucked. Yeah. And we're bottom, of the, we're bottom of the league. That's the only guy scoring goals from us. Well, thanks. We're now relegated. So, the, yeah. So, they, they deem an injury. Even though he still owned a player and he could come back. They signed for like four years, An injury is isn't worse it? than losing a player. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. So, they've, they've lost their player. Because he had he had a buyout clause, which yeah. argues that blah blah blah, but they've lost their player and can't replace him. Mm. And Barcelona have replaced a player who's still on their books with another player. Who and he came miraculously came. He played, he came, he played today. Back. He had made his debut today. Oh. Um, Braith, no Braithwaite, oh. not in Braithwaite. Yeah, I mean, not in Braithwaite. The, the irony is he played. He couldn't even make it at Middlesbrough. So how on earth he's ended up at Barcelona? Have you seen? You know, you know when I they think do Barcelona looked for like. Cheap, yeah, cheap buyout clause. A team that was already going down. But you know when they do their kick-ups in the stadium, like they get injured. Did you see his? Mm-hmm. That was fucking great. So they had a closed stadium, so the fans weren't allowed. But they had like, his family and they had all the um, cameramen. Literally, he was so shit. He couldn't do a single. He couldn't even flick it up properly. So like, it took two or three goes to try and flick it to actually start doing kick-ups. He failed everything. It was hilarious. he must have been shit nervous. Oh man, it was so funny. Yeah. Uh, any more, any more football here. stuff before we move on? <laughs> Isn't this a football podcast? <laughs> so, and and um, pop culture. All, all sports. All sports. Um, um, now, should we go to... Um, did we answer your question? It's not a yes or no answer. It's just it's what it is. It's a topic for topic discussion. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Um, but I was right. <laughs> <laughs> results League? Yeah. I win. Let me take you, take you through. Yeah, please. Go through it. Please. So, um, been a couple of weeks... Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> See you later, Mark. We're doing us on a Saturday night and we're yeah. having some beers. Uh, so, um, we're going back to game week 26 because um, we had game week 27. Yeah, this was week. it two weeks? Was it two, two weeks, weeks ago? So, they split up the Chris, fixtures between. Yeah, so obviously we had the winter break. We had our own winter break. It was all very exciting. Is this the first time they've done that? Yeah. Sorry, I, I've yeah. never. Oh, good. I know I'm. Because I'm stupid and I forget stuff. I'm like. I, this seems odd. I've never. It felt wasn't like a before. real winter break. A real winter break is hey, everyone, take two weeks off and come yeah, back and play don't football. Don't worry about football. Yeah. No, we'll go to Dubai. This was instead what we're going yeah. to do is we're going to have one game a day for twelve days or something stupid. But anyway, they tried to give every team fourteen days off, didn't they? Yeah, which nearly, which sort of speaking to the mic. Yes. Yeah. Cheers, mate. <laughs> we're Sorry. still doing a pod. <laughs> um, anyway, so Chris, you went from United to beat Chelsea two one. Uh, that was score? a. Great shout because the score was 2 0, wasn't it? Uh, hold on, let me get it up. It, it was. 
2-0. was 2-0. Man United won 2-0 so away at Chelsea. Um, so you so got close. one point and you also got an away bonus point. I'll take that any day. I went for Spurs to beat Villa 3-1. And it was actually 3-2, but ultimately they should not have been allowed. It was a 90-second minute horrific mistake and Son scored. Uh, so I also get a point for the result and an away bonus point. Mark, you went for Crystal Palace to beat Everton 2-1. Idiot! You forgot Ancelotti's revival is in full flow. That was not correct. And Everton won 3-1, so you get zero points. This week, Chris, you've gone. Uh, you've done the same mistake, and you've gone for Arsenal. We're doing this on a Saturday, Everton. so that's so, the most so Arsenal, Everton, lost. they haven't lost yet, but you've gone for they Arsenal to beat Everton 2-0. I'm going to that game. They'll do well. At home. Uh, I've gone for. I went for Burnley to beat Bournemouth one nil at home. In fact, they won three uh, nil with one of the, the most exciting moments of uh, of the Premier League this season. With the old, uh, it was the first time ever actually that VAR has intervened, and rather than give a goal, it's given a penalty to the other team, which is just excellent. It should have been the second time. Should have been. Liverpool got away with it early in the season, uh, so I get I get one <laughs> point for the result, no points for uh, an away result. And Mark, you went for Chelsea to beat Spurs 2-0 and you're unlucky because it should have been 2-0. But it wasn't a... Voodoo, voodoo, Chris's voodoo work. It was 2-1. was it, the 86th minute I said, oh, three points coming in. Uh, one goes, one point for Mark. So this week, week 28, I've already put mine in. Um, I, have to, I haven't picked Newcastle yet. And although apparently today was the most embarrassing performance of their lives... Um, After another embarrassing performance and they lose 4-0 to Arsenal, their last game. Newcastle? Yeah. Did they? Who Arsenal just beat? Yeah, 4-0. Yeah, yeah, That's why Arsenal have had the best run. Ah, uh, yeah. And they're all <laughs> I forgot about that. We're unbeaten in 2020, I'll have you know. I Thank you very much. Um, You're going to lose to Watford tomorrow, so, so shut Obviously, I'm going to go for Newcastle to win. <laughs> because I have to. And I'm going to go for Newcastle to beat Burnley 1-0. Wow. Yeah. So if that happens... And then Arsenal win their next two games. Maybe Arsenal can go above them. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Then Fingers crossed. Chris, who are you going for? Do you know what? I'm actually going to go for the same fixture. Um, I'm going to go for Newcastle to beat Burnley as mm. well. And I'm going to go for a lovely 2-0. Interesting. 2-0. Interesting. 2-0. Also a home game. Yeah. Mark, there's, not a lot of, there's not a lot of tasty away fixtures, is and there? And there's a lot, there's a few Except teams Liverpool, not, but there's a few teams now, playing. There is one tasty away fixture. Liverpool? Leicester. Oh. To beat Norwich. Hey. You probably don't know what I did and didn't look at the Friday night fixture. I did look at the, No, you're right, I didn't. <laughs> and what <laughs> score? Oh, I might go Friday night. Is there normally goals Friday night? Goals, goals, goals. goals. goals Absolutely. Goals, goals. They're like, goals, we're going to get the rest goals. of the weekend to get hammered. 9-0, remember? Southampton, that was Friday night. There you go. And that was so it. go for 9 Leicester. 0. Leicester, oh! <laughs> you went for, I think you went for like 5 0 that one and no, it went 9 0, no. wasn't it? That was last season. I, yeah. I got well, on quite close. No, I went 6 0 and it was 7 0 last year on Man City. Yeah, yeah, I did. We've still got last year's scores on here. We've still got last year's scores on here. Alright, I'll go. If it's goals, 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 I'll go 3 1. 3 1. That's more goals, goals. Yeah. Okay, well, let's see how we go. Um, the, the current scores on the doors. Mark is on twenty-eight points. Chris, Chris is on twenty-six, and I'm bringing up the rear on nineteen. Well, however, if win 2-0, Chris will go above me. Uh, however, I've Chris been doing well results league. Has already picked Liverpool to play to win twice, which is a yeah. I know. Let's just, just shut your mouth up. I'll, I'll take ten points off. I'll still do it. You're getting minus five anyway as well, Mark. 
Yep, for that Aston Villa pick that I haven't forgotten about. And oh, Danny, you're also getting minus five because you picked Villa to lose four times. Uh, you can pick teams to lose as much as you want. I just made up the rule. The rules are written down in the rules tab, Chris. Read the rules. Um, my game. Right. So, good. That's the current standings for the You know, over this... You can be desperate and try and take points off me. You know, over this winter it's break, did you, actually, did you actually follow much of this football over the last two weeks? Yeah. Did you? Oh. Why? Did you not? Not really. I've been away, haven't I? Oh, uh, yeah. I was in the Alps. Yeah, I wasn't away. So, yes, I did. Why? What's the question? No, I just wanted to see if you had anything interesting to say. <laughs> uh, I mean, not really. Just uh, Man City's fixture, isn't it? But we talked about that. Champions League also happened. Back in it. Yeah. I don't really care because Arsenal's not in it. We won 1 0 in the Europa League on Thursday. You did, Olympiacos. Late night. Saka, that, that beautiful pass that um, Van Persie said was Burkham esque. <laughs> how how we made the Plus my... 50s to minus 1. <laughs> Hold on a minute. Just talk us through the scoring system for the last 16. So, so currently, uh, I was on, after the group stages, I was on 209. Yeah. Mark, you were on 194. Yeah. And Chris, you were 177. Yeah. Somehow. In the next latest round, me and Mark have got minus points and you've got eight. Well, because... Right, talk me through this. Well, I'll explain it to you because um, you only had certain teams that played on Tuesday and Wednesday, didn't you? There was uh, two yeah, games... Yeah, I only had Spurs. Well, there you go. You had one team that played and they lost. So that's why they got minus points because it was minus one for conceding. You get okay, it? Okay, yeah. Mark had All two right. teams that lost, which was Liverpool and PSG goals, <laughs> minus points again. So how, did, I, how did he only get minus one? Because um, he got... The, it added up to um, two for scoring uh, on both of his games. He got minus two for conceding Liverpool two goals. Liverpool didn't score. Yeah. No, oh, you got plus two for um, PSG scoring. A goal is two points. Oh, and a loss is minus, only goal against. One goal is, is two no points. Po- is there no loss of points for losing? Uh, no, I should do that next year. It's just zero. It's zero. Yeah, okay. but you get five yeah, points for winning. So that's why I've got eight points, because I've got five points for... for um, Dortmund. Dortmund winning and then I got um, plus four for their two goals but I conceded one for PSG so that's minus one equals eight crazy okay thanks for let me explain that to the pod so all the listeners are getting fucking bored with that no it's good so now we know the rules yeah so we all dropped a team as well because we had to do that online so uh, Danny ended up dropping um, into Milan. Milan Mark dropped who did you drop? Uh, Leipzig Leipzig big mistake and I dropped Napoli Oh, I so, should have picked Atlanta. So yeah, annoyed. and we had the option to switch teams, but none of us did. I almost did. I actually almost did. Um, Dortmund was going to be the team I was going to drop for Atalanta, but I didn't. So no, please, Ireland. Nah. Well, you should the new king. Well, you should this week. No. So we can't actually do anything this week. It's next week. We drop and we switch again. We don't switch teams this week. Okay. All right. So we'll just let you know. And uh, this is an outrageously high-scoring game. So uh, at the moment, um, Danny's on two hundred and eight points. Mark's on 193 points. Oh, he's creeping up. <laughs> and uh, I'm on 177 points. Probably next year I'll figure out a better way to do the scores. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Quite high. <laughs> do we have to do this next year? <laughs> yeah, it's our favourite game. I'm still so, trying to work it out. It's the Carabao Cup of our games. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so there good. we go. But um, yeah, good Champions League. Do you like having the Champions League back? I do. I love the Champions League. It was great. That, that Dortmund PSG game, I really enjoyed that. It was a really good game. End to end, uh, Neymar versus Sancho. It's great. I watched it. That was the same day as the Tottenham 
Tottenham game no, that was the Tuesday night. Tottenham oh, game was Wednesday night. So the Liverpool game. Yeah. The Liverpool yeah. game is the same night as the. But you said, were you saying earlier you're not nervous about Liverpool? Obviously, oh, it's one Liverpool going to walk it. It's so annoying, but Liverpool at home on a Champions League night, there's nothing better than being one 0 down for them. They're going to go and win like four 0 It's weird because I'm not like. Well, I wouldn't say nervous because I'm not actually sure I want Liverpool to go through. So. No, I don't. Uh, Why not? Because then they were, can't do the treble. You don't want them to go through? I don't want them to do the treble. No. I don't, oh, right, I don't want them to go unbeaten. I don't want them to do the treble. Oh. I if, they, if they could lose the Premier League now, it would be the greatest thing that's ever happened in history. No, I don't want them to lose it because I like Liverpool, but I really do. I said it earlier on. I resent them being going to have the best points scored for any... There's a number of teams that are better. It's funny because like, it's weird because I was looking at... I, I was, there was this conversation on Sky Sports, like one of the debates or some, where they were talking about this Liverpool team versus previous. And it was funny that like the certain teams remembered for stuff. So you got the Man City 100, the Arsenal unbeaten, and the, the United, treble. United treble. But many Arsenal players say that the 1998 team was better. Many Man United people would say the 2008 team, team was, was better. better. Yeah. The Chelsea 96, uh, 96 point team in 2006, was it? was one of the best teams around. So you're like, but because they didn't have a a thing, do you know, they didn't have like yeah. the... But uh, I, I always think that stuff's but this, bollocks. This will be the record-breaking Liverpool team. Yeah, I think, that's that's, this will be. I think that stuff's bollocks when teams say it's because I think they think about the potential of the team that they could they had at the time. I think when they have a good team and they're in it, it doesn't seem like they're amazing. But when you look at the potential that your team could be, you have this kind of aspirational idea of them. But well, it's more that that Chelsea someone. team was great, that Man U team was great, and yeah. that Arsenal team did win the double. But it's like, they won the double, but they lost one game in the league. Yeah. Does that make them worse than the, the Arsenal the, team the that, that didn't win any cups, yeah, and the unbeaten, but didn't yeah. lose a game in the league? So it's like, it's because they did, like the unbeaten thing yeah. is a thing. where like I think it's justified as a thing now, isn't it? Well, it's never been done before. Or again, yet until Liverpool do it this season. But Please yeah, go. to be in go a season invincible is still yeah the only ones ever have done it. So it makes it a big thing. Are you ready for my game? Yeah. Have we got sure. anything else? What would you say? No, it just it just reminded me. Um, talking of the big teams and cups uh, this year for the first time ever. So um, Real Madrid and Barcelona won't be in the semi-finals or finals of the. Copa del, um, del Rey for the first time in 10 years and the funniest thing about that is the Saudi Arabian uh, it's in Saudi Arabia this year the final so the final's going to be someone crap like Ibar versus Real Sociedad well what I'm saying is it's actually hilarious yeah. that the, this they're country they're... have paid billions of pounds basically for a game that is going to be watched by no one it's going to be great yeah. Uh, yeah first time in 10 years they haven't made it anyway financial fair play <laughs> maybe there you go right so this game is who played in that game? We've played that before. Yes, yeah. we are. So basically, if you go higher yeah. or lower... no. Uh, Mark always beats me at this. Yeah. So, so we've been talking about Man City's financial fair play. Um, I keep... I don't know what the word is. What? Misdemeanour? Misdemeanour. There we go. I found it. Thank you. Uh, from two, season 2014 and 15. Um in that year, it was one of the more high-scoring Manchester derbies. So we we've gone for the um, Manchester United home fixture where they beat Man City four-two. 
Remember that game? Uh, I don't remember. Was it not 4-3? In, in what year? No, 4-2. I've got 20, it right in front of me. 20, <laughs> 20, <laughs> no, that's what I was thinking. 2014? It's 14-15. So it was in it was in April of 2015. April 12, 2015. I cool. So I want you to both pick from um, both teams, Manchester United and Man City, who played in that team. So we've got Just 22 to give, players to name. 22 players to name. Starting players. Just to give you some context... Uh, the the managers for those teams was Petrangio and uh, Mancini, Pellegrini, Pellegrini, yeah, Petrangio, oh, Pellegrini. Is that two points. Just <laughs> to give you some context. <laughs> so come on, man, it's blank already. Um, the difference with this one because it's two teams, you get eleven picks each. That's what, it. Quick games are going to Lucky we're only on 45 minutes. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> 11 picks each is going to take forever, Chris. Well, that's because you guys take too long. You'll get 10 seconds to do it then. How about that? <laughs> right. Uh, who wants to go first? Uh, go on, Dan. Okay. Go first. So, out of Man City and Manchester United, who was played this, in that this, team? Wait, it wasn't Ray, Wayne Rooney's overhead kick, was it? In 2014. Right, you get 10 um, seconds. Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney is correct. One point like, is this his overhead kick game? Uh, no, because that was Ferguson. That was Mark, you've got 10 um, seconds from now. So then, Five. Oh, I'll go David De Gea. De Gea is correct. Danny. Uh, I will go for Joe Hart. Joe Hart is correct. Mark. I'm going to go with 2015 Pellegrini. I'll go Yaya Torre. Shout. Yaya Toure is correct. Anyway, this could be wrong as if he was injured, but I'm going to go for David Silva. David Silva is correct. We'll go with. Uh, so we want four. I can't even think who scored. Yeah, 4 2. Who scored? So I'll go with uh, Aguero. That's good because it's a tiebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you say? Aguero. Sergio Aguero is correct. So it's three apiece. We're doing well. I remember Van Gogh being really good. I'm going to go with Zabaleta. Pablo Zabaleta. It's correct. Go on, Mark. To um, even things up. It's a quick game's a good game. So, Man United's team in 2015, we would have had... I can't even think of our team now. Such a shit team under Van Gogh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd go, I'll go Valencia. Valencia's correct. Shout. Very good. I'm Nervous. I'm going to go for Martial. He's going for Martial. Incorrect. Oh, that's a clip because he was signed under Van Gogh. Yeah, no, yeah. incorrect. Really? Ah. Oh. Uh, no, he wasn't even on the bench. I don't think he no. was in the team that probably Maybe not. Maybe he got signed that summer. That's four years ago. Yeah. Mark, to get to take the lead. When was the fixture? It was 2000, April 2015. Okay, so I'm going to go with one matter. Matter is correct. That's a good guess. Um, um, ooh, we've done the keepers, done the strikers. Um, so a bit distracted from Pussycat Dolls on TV. Oh. <laughs> um, they were right for 50, innit? Anyway, go on. My mind's gone blank. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's 10 seconds very long. Yeah, there's 10 <laughs> seconds. There's um, Tyson Fury count. <laughs> Fernandinho. Fernandinho, 
Correct. Mark. Um. If go is five five, with Mark got an answer to go. So, who was our left back under Van Gaal? I think. Because Luke Shaw would have broke his leg by now. Oh, yeah, so I'm thinking as well. I'm gonna go with Daily Blend. Daily Blend is correct. <laughs> huge call. <laughs> that is a huge call. Oh my oh, word! It's five. It's six <laughs> five. What, what a massive call that was. Six five to Mark Danny. Who it is your in our midfield, term. though? I've got one I'm gonna in go. I'm gonna go. You got Man City's midfield as well, if you like. Yeah. Who Do you want me to have? go through we've the had, names we've, we've gone through? Vatore, Vatsilva. Vatore, Fernandinho. You said Aguero and Zabaleta. Yeah. Uh, and Clichy. Joe Hart. Girl Clichy, correct. I'm going to go with Herrera. Anders Herrera, correct. Seven. Herrera is a good shout as well. Seven, Who on earth was our centre-backs? Centre-backs. I think I know, but I, they're too risky to say. So. Well, you're going to have to because we've got 11 guesses. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Might as well go for them. So you've had, se- yeah. had seven guesses. In yeah, we've done really well, considering. Yeah, yeah you, you guys generally do well at this game. Um, Come so on, Danny got, Boy. Uh, right, uh, Otamendi. Otamendi is incorrect. Fuck. We haven't said him, but I just had a feeling he was injured for that game. But I'm going to say Vincent Company. Vincent Company, correct. <laughs> Danny, how did you say Otamendi? I don't know, I didn't even think of him. So <laughs> you've got three picks tough. each. Three picks each left. But am I two behind? Yeah. Yes, you're two behind. Oh, my mind. It could be over. Blank. It could be over. I've got... I, I really want to say him, but I don't think he played. Edin Dzeko. Edin Dzeko. Incorrect. <sighs> he was on the bench. Didn't oh, come he was on the bench. Didn't come oh, at all. Killer. So we've said... Zappa I've got another right one. Back. We said Clichy left back. We've got company centre back. Who's the other centre back? It wasn't Otamendi. I don't even know who. Oh, I don't know who it could have been. Mark, you're, so, up, you're up by two at this point with a game at hand. So I said De Gea, Valencia, Blind. <clears throat> We've said Herrera, Mata, Rooney. Oh, there's so many I can think of there. Who is left wing? None of them. None of them nailed their place down. 2015. Four years ago. Five years ago. We're 2020. Yeah, five years ago. Jesus Christ. I was 28. I'm going to go with him because I think he's. I've got so many players I think it could be, but I'm going to go with Marcus Rojo. Marcus Rojo. Incorrect. He came off the bench <sighs> to replace one of the other centre backs. That's interesting. Danny. You've got two picks left. And I'm two behind. Three, yeah, two behind. Um, Who are you going for? I really desperately want to say one, but I'm certain it isn't true. But I'm going to go with it. Jesus Navas. Jesus Navas. Correct. So if it's not Rojo, I'm going for Mike. Like this morning, of course. <laughs> 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 Mike Smolin. 
Mike Smalling is correct. <laughs> How did I forget Smalling? Christ. So Danny, I think you need this to kind of stay in the I game do. and give yourself but a we've chance. Play- so, hold on. One we've left. done the entire back line of Man United. Have we done the back line? No, you of haven't si- done the entire back line. No? No. Have You're we missing done the- a centre-back. Have yeah. we done the left-back? Yeah. We've done the left- Bailey Blind, Valencia, Smalling, De Gea, Mata, Herrera, Rooney. So With- I- for City, you've gone Aguero, Silva, Fernandinho, Yaya Torre, Navas, Clichy, Company, Zabaleta, Hart. So there's a left winger and a centre-back for City and there's a centre-back and a left winger for Man United as well, interestingly. Uh, like normal, I think we've got more Man United players to name. Then. You it's do. Cause, it's because I know too many United players. You do. So I'm trying to think of yeah, I'm trying like when they were there. <laughs> oh, my God. Um... <clears throat> Um, I, I know who was there. I could name, but I don't know if they're injured. You could name us in your, who's in like their, their roster like, for the yeah. entire team. Uh, Pep brought John Stones, didn't he? So it's not him. Um, when, you, when, you, when you hear it, you're going to be like, oh, yeah. Who would company have partnered at the back when they won the bloody league um, with Pellegrini... Did oh, maybe not. Do you know they had that other striker? What was his name? Spanish dude. Like no. Oh yeah. What was his name again? Navarro. Quite or a big guy. Like, yeah, big guy. Right, don't give away that. That's not the answer, Chris. <laughs> the, middle, <laughs> the Middlesbrough guy. Chris uh, <laughs> uh, like, what's his name again? <laughs> I've got the answers in front of me, but I can't remember that guy's name. All right. <laughs> Because someone else, because he's not the answer. Come on, Dan, I'm going to put you on a time. You know, we did Smalling, and, Smalling, Valencia, and Rojo. No, Rojo wasn't. Rojo, Rojo wasn't. Rojo was one. Off the bench. Um, Phil Jones. Correct. Finally, uh, got I've had him for ages, and I thought, I don't think he played, but I guess he did. How many guesses did you have? 10. God knows. <laughs> he's had 11. 153, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. So I can go. So you've won. Oh. So I can go through the board. Yeah. So wait. Hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. You're winning. You've won. One. Great. All right. So let me talk through it. So I think Man United had in midfield alongside Herrera and Mata probably would have been Schneiderlin. I think they'd had the pay. Schweinsteiger maybe. So. Schweinsteiger was there. Just See, Falcao and Di Maria, I think. Oh, of course. No, Di Maria was next Campersi, season. Campersi, I can't remember if he was still there. Yes, that's a good shout. He <clears> might <throat> have been. No, no, no. So he left the season after Fergie. So that would have been the, next, the season yeah. before that, right? So I remember Van Gaal getting rid of... So... <laughs> I'm thinking... Schneider Schneider is a great shout. Uh, on Man City, I can't even think who that winner would be. Or the other centre back. When centre- did they buy Sterling? Could it be Sterling? Potentially Sterling. I'm thinking of their centre back. Five I'm years ago, of... Sterling there at Man City. Five years ago. Probably. Not. Nah, I guess not. Well, he's had no. at least three. Four I'll tell seasons. you no. All right. Five years ago. Come on. That's true. How old is he? He's like 23. Yeah. No. Not yeah, at all. Right. They did get I'll go with Memphis Depay. Just to... incorrect. 
Not even close to the Memphis Depay. So was it Schweinsteiger? So, we'll go through the players that you didn't get. The midfield for Manchester United. Fellaini. Fellaini, Fellaini, correct. And one of the most underrated English players of all time should have Ashley been kept Young. more. Ashley Young. In midfield. Carrick. Your favourite player, Michael Carrick. Uh, Carrick was still there. Oh. Ash- Ashley Young, left, back, uh, left midfield. Sorry, I can't left picture the game. No, I can't either. Yeah, the got, it's, it's weird. I forgot about that score. In, Completely. I get. Do you know why? Because it'd have been end of the season, and it wouldn't have mattered. Some of the players you said, like the Pines, Schweinsteiger wasn't there. Really? On their bench, they must was, have been there the next season. On their right? bench was Rafael, Marcos Rojo came on for Jones, uh, Angel Di Maria came on, and Falcao came on. They also I had Yanazai on the bench, Victor Valdez, and Paddy McNair. Paddy McNair, Jesus. For Man City, you missed out in centre back. Martin Di Michaelis. Oh God, I'm never gonna get that. And in a oh, was that oh, long haired Argentinian? Yeah. Yeah. David Silva actually He's played left wing, so Russians. we were looking for a midfielder. Liverpool legend. Milner. Newcastle, yes, James Milner. Remember. Oh, God, that was, if. that was the one uh, Rashford ended his career. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On uh, on their bench was Fernando. Samir yeah. Nasri, Edin Dzeko, Kolarov, Willy Caballero, Frank Lampard. Oh, no way. And Mangala. I didn't even think... Oh, Mangala, that was the that was, I was thinking... That was the guy. Yeah, Di Michaelis. I, I can't think of that... Who was that Spanish striker? He was Navarro, Navarro, wasn't he? Navarro, David, was Navarro. David Navarro? Yeah. It just came Negredo. to me. Negredo. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, very good. I'm yeah, very good. Negredo. <laughs> Great yeah. stuff. See, that game didn't take too long. It took forever. It took like 15 minutes. That's all right. Good news. AC Milan scored. Thank you. Oh, excellent. He scored. Uh, I can't tell you that. Um, all right. No, it was 0-0. It oh, was like, disallowed. It was, it was Latan, but it was disallowed. Jesus. Come on, bet. Fuck VAR. In it. Right. Um, I think that just leaves us with front three, back four. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Which I'm gonna go for and start. Oh, my back four might be singing competition. I swear ITV just has What the Masked Singer? Well, so that was terrible. the voice. That was great. They've had X Factor, X Factor Celebrity, Mask Singer and now the voice. How many singing competitions do you need? It's a lot of singers, Mark. None of them make it. No. Pull one. Uh, yeah, pull one out. Uh so in my front three this week is uh Friends. Friends are having a reunion. Yeah, I saw this. That's <laughs> crazy. A year after, they went into Flat out refused. Yeah. why it wouldn't work. Flat out refused, and here they are. They telling us it's going to happen. need that paper. And that's funny, because remember a couple of weeks back on a few uh, a couple of episodes, it was um, David Swimmer talking about how there should be an all-black and all-Asian Friends re- uh, remake. Do you think? Could it? Uh, yeah. Monica, oh, yeah. Monica's and Chandler's baby could grow up to be like a. a it's gonna be an Asian baby, kid. yeah. yeah. It's like, it's Which you, Julie's love child. Yeah. <laughs> Julie. <Yeah. laughs> so friends are gonna be uh, reuniting. Um, Terrible idea. Later on this year. Terrible For idea. an unscripted one-hour episode. Unscripted. Unscripted. I have no idea how that's gonna work. Do you I think don't they'll, even know what they'll that means. do any references to the to the famous spin-off Joey? 
He must Maybe. do, surely. He's going to have his white hair. I wonder yeah. if he'll die. It'll be interesting, I guess. Well, no, because they're all going to be older, right? They're all going to be... Have you seen Courtney Cox? Cox? No, I haven't. She's oh, got better with age. Really? Courtney Cox? She did. Behave yourself. She is plastic surgery up to the gills. Oh, really? Oh, my goodness. Oh, no, that's Please. a shit. No, I'm not seeing... Oh, she looks like. terrible. She aged well after Friends. Yeah, she did, didn't she? Not at all. Look at it, look at it. But after, like, immediately after Friends. Do you know who aged well in it? She's got minimal plastic surgery. Lisa Kudrow, she looks exactly the same. She looks really? fantastic. Uh, she yeah. looks old. She ages well, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, so they'll be back for a, a one off. Um, Will it be? She does look exactly the same. Loose this pod. What? She looks exactly the same. Courtney Cox. No, what Lisa Kudrow, that's yeah, hilarious. Is it Slim Chandler or Fat Chandler? Yeah, what was his name? Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry. Bing! Yes, they'll be, but I think this is actually because it's um, the same. Well, no, do you remember there was that actually the, the season where he looked really? Well, he used to have a lot of issues with his weight, didn't he? So he'd yeah. go up and down a lot. Well, he he put on weight and then an he, to do that to and then he became really a drug addict, so he lost a lot of weight and then he put weight on. No, he um, looks alright. But I think this is actually in place. All right, guys, one at a time. This is for their new online. Um, uh, media outlet HBO Max, so it's going to be in line with that. It's going to be the first show that they release online. That's massive. Imagine how much they're paying them. Oh, it's going to be fucking shitloads. Shitloads. But last year they came out and said the reason it wouldn't work is because with friends it was about a late nineties group of early because they were like early twenties, mid twenties group of friends. I was like, you lot were not mid twenties in that show. Do you know why? And, and do you know why they said it would work? An extra zero at the end of that show. Yeah, yeah. Come on, baby! Playing hard together. Yeah. <laughs> no, no amount of money in this Never world. My artistic Gavin integrity. Is, Gavin yeah. and Stacey said exactly the same thing. How, look at how much now. you said? Mm, okay. That was a great episode. Poor ending. Yeah, really annoying ending, right? Now, obviously, they're going to do a series. Anyway, we've, we've sidetracked. <laughs> Are these beers starting to kick in? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> in my back four this That's week. the most interaction Chris has ever gotten from three back four. Because you lot just we're listening. <laughs> it's a massive yeah. step well, forward. I'm, listening is a fucking strong statement. Well, here statement. comes the article. Let's go. Yeah. Go on, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Let me just read this article. I'll get out my phone. <laughs> In my front three this week is money related in sports. It's the RFU because they've decided to cut in half all um, all the money they pay their championship clubs, uh, their rugby clubs, in half drastically next year. So um, big FU from the RFU. <laughs> very good, very good. Very good. So which is um, usually each team in the championship receive five hundred and fifty thousand pounds each per club, which isn't a lot, I guess, in, in big sports, but for the second tier of rugby. They're just going to cut that in half next year, which has obviously been received incredibly poorly by all the clubs because this is basically this is basically um, decimating all the rugby clubs that are involved. They're going to have to lose all their players, they're going to have to fire staff, and a lot of teams say they're not going to be able to survive. And what they've essentially started to do, started to do and what they might do, is ring fence the Premier League. So there's not going to be, there's going to be no ability to be promoted or relegated. Which is I, I've I've always hated that idea. It's one of the, yeah, one of the downsides terrible. of American sports. But to to just keep the Premier League well, as it's it is. Always felt Imagine if it's one. next year and then Saracens go down, and they can't come back. They're not up. allowed back up. That'd yeah. be brilliant. But rugby um, always uh, felt like a sport that would try and learn from American sports more than like say football, which is quite rugged and says this is our traditions, this is what we do. It may be corrupt, but that's how we like it. Where rugby. Well, Andrew like, Andrew Ray, the owner. <laughs> drew a lot from American sports and that's yeah. what he started doing in implementing going to Wembley and big stadiums and getting a lot of sort of like um, 
you know, a bit of razzmatazz and, and, and showmanship. Yeah, because like you can learn a lot from American sports. But it is. It's a bit. It's a bit. So to hear that this is happening because uh, the RFU's not really given an, a reason to say why they're doing it. They're not saying that the RFU doesn't have any money. They just kind of just slash it in half. It's not that like there's teams going into administration. RFU's losing funds. They're not. Um, there's just no real reason for it, and it's not good because there's a lot of players that currently play in the England setup that have all come through Championship clubs. It's it's very. Much, you know, these clubs are feeder clubs into the bigger squads. They get a lot of, you know, big time rugby reps, and then they go to bigger clubs and they end up playing, hopefully, for England and, and doing those kind of things and losing in the finals. But um, yeah, bit of a shame. You know, money and sports. It's a, it's a it's a fickle matter, isn't it? It is. Who so wants to go next? You got yours up, Danny. <clears throat> I've got mine up. So in my I'm back going for a piss. In my back four this week, um, it's racism in football. You said what to me? Exactly. I'm not going to go into too much detail, but in the two weeks or three weeks that we've Just been out... Just tell me the words they said, all right? <laughs> in the two or three weeks that we've been out of not doing a pod, the amount of things that have come up with it is getting ridiculous. I don't know if you saw the um, Musa Morega thing in Porto last week. The player trying to get off, trying the, to get off the pitch. Yeah, yeah. So the, the, big, the biggest thing well, that everyone was talking about, I'll get to that in a second, but the biggest thing that everyone was talking about at the moment is Craig Ramage. So Craig Ramage, ex-player, he is on um, BBC Radio Derby or whatever local radio station it is. Um, I've got it up here, exactly what he said. I won't read the whole thing out, but obviously it was incredibly racist and really stupid thing to say. He was basically having a go at the players, saying they're not trying, they're not making an effort, but he particularly called out the young black players and said they were lazy for all intents and purposes. Um, there's obviously been massive uproar, but the fact that what what really annoyed me about this, and I'll get onto the Morega one in a moment, is just he's with three other presenters. Not one person called him out. Not one person said anything. They all just nod along, agreed, let him car- let the guy carry on. They then record. They then got it recorded for a podcast, and it went out on a podcast. And it wasn't until people started listening back on the podcast that a few people started going, "What the hell? Have you heard what this guy said?" And then it took off on Twitter, and then now he's been banned, and now he's not allowed. We've learned how to get this podcast viral. (laughs) Danny, (laughs) say something. But in all seriousness, like the thing that gets me is them Jewish players. The the thing that gets me is there are three other co-presenters on that show, and they've all come out afterwards and gone, "Yeah, it's despicable, it's deplorable. I can't believe you said." Hold on a minute. We're sat around like between the three of us. If one of us just started going on like a proper horrible racist rant, accusing you know black people of certain things. We wouldn't allow that. We don't. We, we go. Hold on a minute. You can't. You can't be saying yeah, that. But there's What's a difference. About? There's a difference because it's we're live on BBC. We're yeah, but we're we're mates. Like we're if you're saying something that's outlandish, then we would pull you up on it or say you know don't say that. But this is a this is a an owner or whoever. No, he's he an ex footballer. Oh, he's, he's an ex footballer, but he's, he's he represents talk- Derby on the radio. Yeah, but, but they they're not friends with him. You you're going to allow this person to say what they're saying and get it out to the masses. Because that's their If job. I'm the presenter of that show, I'm not having that. If someone's up coming on my show saying that kind of thing, I'm not going to just be like, oh, yeah, right, I agree with that. Well, no, you don't. Just because you're not saying, just because you're not pulling them up, up in the moment doesn't mean you agree with it. You're allowing this person who's got this bigoted view to view his, 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 his ideas about how things should be and how they are. Fucking let him die on himself with, with the words he says. Put it out there for everyone to hear. Well, the, the reason that annoyed me, outside of the fact that what he did, the reason that annoyed me was because then, literally a couple of days later, we had the issue with Morega in Porto. So Porto were playing quite a big game. They were playing against Gimaresh, who were, I think, third in the league. So it was, like, for a decent position, I know Benfica will probably win the league. But 
Um, Morega, who's a black player, was getting abuse left, right, and centre that entire game. And then he was he scored to make it one nil. He ran up to the fans. A fan actually threw a chair at him. He actually threw a chair at him. He got the chair, like put it's it on his head. Issue. He put it on his head, like to do that to the fans. It was like celebrating. Carried on. The racist abuse obviously carried on and carried on. It just spilled over to the point about five minutes later where he's just like, I'm not having this. So he tried to start walking off the pitch. But his all his teammates ran over and tried to stop him. Be like, no, 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 don't go, don't go. And he's like, I'm coming off, I'm coming off the pitch. And the manager started shouting, the players started shouting, everyone started surrounding him, going, trying, literally dragging him, pulling him back onto the pitch, going, what are you doing? You need to be back on the pitch. Mm-hmm. Now, I watched that, because as it happened, I was like... So then they subbed him for they, another black Yeah. So, yeah, no, they did. They actually did. So, came on and was like, it's my chance. So, Conceição is the manager. And Conceição uh, was quite a good player. He's a Portuguese player. Um, played for the national team. He, I'm not sure if he quite understood what was going on. But, obviously, he was, he was like, going crazy on the touchline. He was, like, going, get back on, get back on. I think when the guy, when he finally came over, he went, fine, I'm subbing you. And subbed him. But at what point did any of the players or the manager or anyone think, hold on a minute, this guy is so distressed that he's willing to walk off the pitch in a big game because he's being racially abused. Not one of them tried to support him, or not one of them yeah. suggested... Like, where See, was the ref with well, the whole think, protocol being like... You're, you're, they probably just think he was getting abused, because, as you say, he he scored a goal, he was trying... The, the, I, not that I know this, but the defence to the coach and the team, because it wasn't a bunch of white players on the team saying, don't go off. It was all the team saying, don't go off. They probably thought he was just breaking down from... The abuse, not racist abuse, but just we've seen when ex players go to teams or when, like, we've seen, like, you hear when a single player is singled out in a football game and as soon as they get the ball, they get whistled. And mm. I think they probably just thought he was just getting, getting standard, bog standard abuse. That's yeah, racist like, stuff. because there was enough, like, black players on the pitch saying don't go off, and he got subbed for a black player who went on. That they probably thought this is like they did, probably didn't think it was racist abuse. Mm. They just thought this guy's. Even so, if a, if a guy, even if it's regular abuse, if a guy's so distressed that he's going to walk off, I don't think you really want that player to be playing on your. But I think they were trying to say him that, like, ignore it. It's like I don't, I, yeah. I, I think. Because obviously, what on Twitter, is the ref? On the, on, where's on, the ref in all this? What's he doing? Oh, ref, football refs are. But also, it. they bottle it every single game. It, refs, they're the worst officials in sports. But it's also like it's easy when you look at a Twitter caption to say this is how he responded to racist abuse because you've been told this was racist abuse, so you already watched a clip on like the prerequisite that there was racist abuse before that clip starts. Yeah. Where a lot of these players would have been there and probably thought, actually, there isn't. Like, this is just normal abuse. You're just getting whistled, yeah. you're getting it's, booed. It's quite a phenomenon like, that seems to be happening lately. With, with Obviously, there's always been shit. racism within football, but the kind of, the widespread sort of um But booing players and whistling players and, like, just general abuse to players stop? No. Because, like, this, to me, like, the, like if you remove the fact that the, the Twitter clip already said... Are you taking it to somewhere else, Mark? It's a much larger discussion there. No, but that's but like the fact that it was a mixed bunch of players saying, "Come on, like chin up." It didn't strike me as a guy who's saying I'm being racially abused. Like, it have you have you well, watched so you the, clip? Have you watched the I clip? I don't know what you're it's saying. It's really distressing you when you watch the clip. Like he he's desperately trying to get off the pitch, and he's yeah, trying. No, he's no, saying to people, "Let me get off." So what are you saying? He shouldn't have walked off. I, I don't know what you're no, saying. No, I'm saying I don't think the other players 
for yeah. this. He's getting racially abused. I, I don't think you should be defending them, to be honest with you. I think what you're saying is out of line here, and I really disagree with it wholeheartedly. <laughs> I'm trying to help you here. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, like, because people are accusing the black players of being like Uncle Tom's and saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're covering it up. And I'm like, well, they're there. If they don't think, like, if they're not under the impression it's uh-huh. racially. And they're like, oh, do you know what? You're just getting stick. You scored a goal against their team. Like, you celebrated in front of their fans. Like, they're probably thinking it's not right. Ra- like, it's just abuse. It'd be interesting. And, and if what you're saying abuse is okay in football, mm. uh, well, I, well, I'm not saying abuse is okay in football. Said, well, that's what happened. Like, players get abused, and it's like, okay, if 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 we're just saying, okay, you cross the line at this point, then they thought they hadn't crossed that line yet. They thought you're still within the realms of okay. You got a front three back four? I have a front three. Oh no, that's done mine. You did both of them? I didn't do a front three. So you're trying three to find was racism. What's no. your back four? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to find. Uh, so I'm trying to find the. Um... Just do another back four. I know you said you're loads of negative ones. No, no it, this is actually a good Bring one. So it's about. Ba- did, you, did you see the, new, the Basingstoke Town? No. So Basingstoke, obviously, local non league thing. I'm trying, trying to find the. There's a really good Twitter thread. Going so there's a journalist, Kate, Kate <laughs> Whenever French. Whenever it gets made, uh, fucking crossroads. I can't find Don't her. Don't worry, Boris is in charge. God, this woman it. tweets Sorry. so much shit. I'm just trying to find her, twi- her tweet from a few weeks ago. Um, basically, I'll try and summarise it because I can't find the tweet. But long story long story short is that Basingstoke Town, the football club, was bought in, obviously started many years ago, and it, but it was set up in the 40s by this uh, guy. Um, Dave Basingstoke. <laughs> no, uh, Cam- his name was Camrose, and he signed something called the Camrose Covenant. And what it said was, until 2053, for 100 years, this stadium cannot, this area will be belong to Basingstoke Town and can't be built on. Anyway, about when it was 10, 15 years ago, they, he uh, they sold he sold um, Basingstoke Town to another investor. I can't remember the guy's name because I can't find the details. But this guy has basically. Um, the last last year said we're getting rid of the ground and we're going to be moving them down the road to this awesome uh, five million pound five thousand seat stadium. We're moving them to grow the thing. Uh, anyway, that never happened. But in the meantime, what he's done is he's basically started digging up. To he wants to build roads and houses where the old Basingstoke Stadium. Is. Anyway, anyway, the uh, all the fans have found this. So this covenant that apparently was always talked about, but no one ever knew where it was. They found it. So this this journalist, Kate French, who works in the local like a j- local journalist, they found it and they found the thing that was signed that said you cannot build on this until 2053. And so they've now put a petition to the council to be like you can't build on this. And he's going, I'm not building on it. And there's fucking diggers digging up the ground. He's going, I'm just changing. <laughs> he's like, I'm just changing the turf. <laughs> like, no, you cannot build on this because they signed an agreement many years ago. So now they're in this massive argument. And I, I was just trying to idiots, find... man. He's literally trying to improve your club and you'll be like, no, no, no he's trying to, no, no. So he's no, lo- he's no longer, he basically stepped down as chairman last year. He's no longer building them a new cl- thing. So they're currently playing on a, on a, um, Stadium that doesn't belong to them down the road that is like a thousand, not even a thousand seater, smaller than with like a proper shit pitch that they're playing on because their current one is being dug up, their new one was never built, so they're mm-hmm. currently in limbo. So there's like chaos. It's actually a really funny story. I just can't find the financial tweet. fair a, play can't help against that, can it? Not really, but um, it was really awesome. She found this document from the 40s and, and it was signed. They were like, Well, so they took it to the council. 
I just thought always bringing things from the past back <laughs> to the present. I just thought it was a really good story, but I'll, I'll try and find it. No, and, uh, just like that time, my ex got that text I sent <laughs> four years earlier. <laughs> bringing it in back up. Go on, Mark. All right. Um, I haven't got it in front of me, but my front three, the obvious see. one, is boxing. Oh, so I wanted to bring What's up that? this because... Um, Little tonight, fish, big fish, cardboard box. Tonight there's a big fight. And I, I love when there's a heavyweight fight and I genuinely don't know who's going to win. Really? You don't know who's going to win? No, I don't. I, I want The Fury box office. To win. I just think Wilder's... I don't think Fury's got a chance, if I'm honest. Oh, Fury's going to really, box him up, man. And I, I think Wilder just took him for granted the first time around. Because he was, he was big and fat and hadn't really fought anyone and I suddenly think, did really then, well. But then it's arguable that's why Wilder took it because he thought this is my chance to beat Fury. So, but uh, it, long, long story short, I, it's when... Please. When you don't, uh, when you just can't call it, I want Fury to win. I am also leaning towards a Wilder win in what I think, but I'll be cheering on Fury. Putting any money on it? No, because there's no good. No, we 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 don't recommend betting on this podcast. Yeah, but it's not like but like. He's good. <laughs> not Milan. It's not, it's it's not, not good odds to do boxing. Like uh, no, <laughs> it's a fifty-fifty. <laughs> yeah, like whoever you back, you lose. Like, then um. So yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to it tonight. I'll try and wake up and watch it. But I won't I, be on till about five. You probably yeah. Won't be. I'll probably listen to it on the radio to be honest because I. I'm not sure about now, listening to boxing on the radio. I've the never B- done that. The before. BBC Costello, he's a honestly, he's great. Wow. <laughs> but Costello is quality. Like I, if if you're going to listen to a- anyone, like the BBC commentary is is unreal. Then um, which leads into my back four, which is boxing. Oh. So like oh. there seems to be <laughs> an unprecedented amount of pay per views. Yeah, mixed signals. Yeah, yeah. I'm really. Well, confused. it's the pay per views that are killing me. So, so like, that's your back four. So yeah. So this is the first of what looks to be quite a lot of pay per view fights that are potentially coming up in the next four months. So just in the heavyweight division alone, we've got this fight tonight, which is twenty five pound, which is. On paper, twenty-five pounds at five in the morning. Yeah, You're kidding me. Like this is number one and number two. So I'm like, they, they kind of. I don't mind so much, but that's why I said I probably listen to it. That's why I'm. I, I is it free on radio? Yeah. Is it on Talksport or something? Uh, well, I listen to it on Five Live. Oh, okay. But um, that's why I, I'm like, I can't pay twenty-five pound with a high risk that I might fall asleep. And then uh, we stayed up for a five o'clock fight once. The last fight I actually got up and watched, but I, I knew I went to bed early. Like this, I'm not planning to, so I, I can't do it. We got Joe Joyce versus Dubois. Absolute great fight at the O2, two British fighters. That's pay-per-view. We're, it's, it looks like it's been delayed because Yusk's got injured, but we got uh, uh, Chisora versus Yusk. Pay-per-view that was meant to be scheduled for the end of March. Looks like it could be delayed a month or two. We've got Anthony Joshua about to be announced in probably late June, early you July. You're paid for this, isn't it? No, but I'm moaning <laughs> Have about... you been hired by... <laughs> so that's going to be pay-per-view. We've got Dillian White Frank versus... Frank Warren, where is he? Where is he? He's got... here somewhere. We've got Dillian White versus Povetkin. That'll be in the next few months. That's going to be pay-per-view. And these are just heavyweights. So I've already named in six months five pay-per-view heavyweights. Mm. Add on the, the next level of boxers below that. I'm like... They're, what they're going to do, they're going to suffocate us with pay-per-views and then bring up a boxing stream, streaming service that, like the Zone or somewhere that, that comes in because it will just, they'll say, look, you pay £25 a month 
for one pay-per-view. Now you can pay £30 a month for a boxing-only channel. And I, I just think, with paying for BT and Sky, I'm like, I should get some half-decent boxing mm. on it, not some... Like, the problem is, if it's not pay-per-view, you already know that the home fight is going to win every fight of the card. So, yeah, my rent is the pay-per-views that are just racking up. It was a rent. Yeah. Good. So... Right. I hope you've all uh, noted down all the times and dates for all of those fights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and catch our response on All Talk FC. Remember, we'll be taking your Rock, donations. You heard of him f- here first. Yeah, like, we went and saw him last year, didn't we? I really he was good. Like, he was good. Right. Congratulations on episode 50. It was 49, Chris. Ah. Next week is episode... What are we doing who, for our special week? 50? Is it my week? Yeah. Is that what we're doing? Are we still, are we, did we agree this is a good idea to keep swapping around? Yeah. yeah okay. Keep going, yeah. All right, so you're weak. Right, you, you don't want to do any work, you lazy No, fuck. ideally not. God, you think you'd be a... Uh... Anyway. You, yeah. <laughs> you've got the big 50. The big 5 The big 5-0. Big, okay. big high five. Uh, join you, us you someone, next week on All Talk FC. See you next week. Bye. Bye.